everyone, and welcome to Once Upon an Upside on the Hallmarkies podcast. I am Carrie, your host, and I have Casey and Cammie here with me today. We're back. We're back together. This is so much fun, but you know. This is dangerous. <laughs> we love reviewing movies together. So, okay. So as you know, in the Hallmarkies podcast, once a month, we jump networks and we go to the Up TV channel and we review their movies that they premiere on Sunday nights. Mm -hmm. So it is a lot of fun. They have charming movies over there and we have four to talk about today. Should we just jump in? Should we just get into these we, movies? We should, we should jump in. We should jump right. in head first, feet first, however, whatever you wanna do. Just, just dive. We're just going right in. The first movie that we need to talk about today is called Love's Second Chance. And it's with Gabrielle Christian and Cody Ray Thompson, who were both very new to me. I've never seen mm -hmm. any them in anything else. Yep. All right, so I'm gonna read the description of these because I think that, interestingly enough, these descriptions are wacky. And I, let me just read it. I, I did not see this movie. Let's just say that. I did not see this movie. So listen to what this description says. When Rose, a passionate fashion stylist in her 30s living in New York, in, in, inherits her grandmother's vintage dress shop, she returns to her small hometown to take care of the store. As she's contemplating closing the store for good, she runs into her charming high school crush, Cole, who convinces her to restore the store and help people in need that can't afford new clothes. After hesitantly agreeing, the two friends reminisce about their old feelings and realize that the store is not the only thing that deserves a second chance, but so does their love. What? <laughs> what movie did I watch? <laughs> I never, they didn't date before, right? They've never, they never. No, they never dated. She had a really big crush on him. And mm -hmm. he was the really popular athlete. Yes. Yeah. But they didn't date. So I'm like, what's second chance? This is like first chance. <laughs> I mean, anyway. It doesn't I mean, give, trial, maybe? I mean, I mean giving, giving somebody a second chance to prove that they're not a bro. They're not a that, jerk. Because that's what she thought of him as. That That is how she thought of him. That he was just a jock who was too yeah. cool for her so but okay she, but okay. she had a crush on him so yes. like it makes yeah. it okay like I don't okay. know I didn't I don't know I I have yeah I mean correct me if I'm wrong but did he come up with her business idea or did she come up with her business idea she did she did why does this description give him the credit <laughs> I'm so annoyed at this description. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> Casey, what were you going to say? I, I, this, this was interesting. Like sometimes you sit and you watch a movie and you go, I'm glad that they worked it out in the end, but I don't know that their relationship's going to last more than like six <laughs> months. That's kind of how I felt. <laughs> I did not dig this. I did not dig the couple at all I couldn't I did not buy it yeah I just I just I just didn't buy it and like I wrote here <laughs> Cole messed up and he says I blew it and I said yeah you did bro the paperwork <laughs> the paperwork wasn't important to you so you just were you were like ah okay uh. I'm like dude we are all adults here if you like oh of course I can understand I mean it was you like it was like this opposites attract thing where he's supposed to be the playful, I've got the list in my head, fly by the seat of my pants type of guy, but you're still an adult with- There are things that you have to work out. Yeah. Yeah. That was, if you are, and it's like, it's a job. It's not even a, oh, I forgot to get milk from the grocery store. Right. It's, you know that it was important to her. Like, what in the world? I, I would have dumped him if it were me. The movie would have ended. I would have been like, bye. Okay. No second okay. chance for you. Okay, so, okay, to, to be fair, I their relationship 
it worked for me in the sense that they obviously clash they're opposites they they're yes. attract you know obviously at the at the beginning but they do have they they rub off on each other she gets more playful by the end he gets a little more like he he makes lists he gets a little more responsible except he forgets this big thing like he gets on time like he makes it to their meetings on more on time each time like that's a funny little joke that they have mm -hmm. together so I don't know that kind of worked for me a little bit that they kind of were rubbing off on each other and making each other better but then you have this big thing at the end I, I don't know I uh, I'm not I, sure about uh, this one uh, mm -mm. <laughs> I also wrote this is probably terrible. I wrote the line where um, somebody says to her, do you love him enough to forgive him? I said, nope. <laughs> AC is ruthless. <laughs> I just, I did not like his character. He was just really annoying to me. And I've seen, I've seen it done well, where you do have the polar opposites and you have the one that's maybe a little more playful and flighty and just right. like, you know, flies by the seat of their pants and you have somebody who's super super like type a personality and it works but this one just did not she still did everything she still did like she steered the relationship she was the one at the end who even said i can't see my life without you i mean he was getting he was getting gold in this girl i mean he he better count his blessings with this girl she was amazing can we stick in the fact that he's living with his brother? <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> Times are hard. Times are hard. It's hard. I mean, he's paying for house and home, though. He's doing all the like home projects that his brother needs him to do, I guess. I don't know. Okay, so did were there any anything you did like about this movie? Anything that like had a little redeeming value to you? A character, uh, a scene, an outfit? <laughs> We're grasping at straws here a little bit <laughs> with love second chance. I'm I'm sorry. I there's nothing I liked about this movie. You really? <laughs> I really didn't like it. I'm sorry. The no. acting. Okay, like the actors, because I don't know who they are. Like they did fine. They did. You know, that was probably the better, the best part of the movie was the acting. Like it was. You know, they were jiving. Like yeah. they were given the script and they were. You know, they they did what they could with it. So points there. Oh, except for, I have to say, the investor lady, Lindsay, with her fake posh accent. I'm like, who talks like that anymore? Lindsay does. <laughs> Lindsay <laughs> talks <does>. like that. <laughs> Lindsay, the celebrity um, celebrity backer, like the, I don't know, wasn't she the investor or something? Yeah, I'm like, are you Yeah, she was the me? investor, but she was supposed to be this big celebrity in the fashion world, and nobody acted like that when she was around <laughs> just like um uh, is this supposed to be a big thing that yeah. she's here i was like are you kind of trying to be like devil wears prada but the young version of meryl streep like <laughs> young version i don't know it was i don't know either I okay so one one thing that i did like is he seemed to loosen up. He did. At the very beginning of the movie, he seemed very stiff to me. Mm -hmm. And the more I watched the movie, the the softer and looser and more yeah. comfortable he looked, mm -hmm. and the and the more comfortable he felt. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I did. I wasn't crazy about it, but I did like the dancing scene. Yes. When he says, every girl was, cr every girl in our senior class was crazy. Wrong. Shall yeah. we? I'm like, okay, that's good. That's, yeah. that's good. Um, I will say though, that I, the, the trouble that I had was a lot of the writing. You know, when they're talking about names, he said, your name is your identity. It's who you are. And she said, I never thought about it that way. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
You mean <laughs> your name gives you your identity and you never thought about it that way? Okay. <laughs> you know what? what? You guys were what you guys were saying about the whole it wasn't important to me at the time. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh my goodness. Shouting I at the TV. No, I think you're right because there's this scene that like it, sh- it should have been super cute. You know, he she can't reach something on a shelf. And so he reaches over her and gets it and stuff. And and yeah. she she says something like, Do you do you like me? And then she goes, I mean, do you like this? <laughs> and then he said, Yeah, I think you're really great. I mean, I think it's, it's really great. And the way they could have made that really funny, I think, but they made it awkward and weird. And I was like, that's just, all of it's just weird. Like it could have been funny, but it wasn't supposed to be funny. It was supposed to be sweet. I I didn't know if it was very sweet or not. I did like a couple of the lines that the brother had though. This brother was very smooth for being a little dorky. He was, he like had these smooth little lines that he wooed her friend with and stuff. Her friend and Rose and her friend have this connection and they like have this business plan and they wanna get right on it. But then the friend and the brother were supposed to go on a date. And the friend turns to the brother and says, do you mind? Like, I'm gonna postpone our date, do you mind? And he says, the best line, he says, that I'm dating a go-getter? Not at all. Like that was cute. Yeah. I did, mm-hmm. I did love the brother. Yeah. I love I loved her brother. I thought that there there were some moments where interactions felt a little unnatural. It was too quiet, like entrances. You know, someone comes in the door, you turn around and see who's there, not wait for them to be two steps behind you and then, oh, you're here. <laughs> so I, that that part was a little unnatural, but for the most part, he he kept yeah. things mm-hmm. really he kept things really light. He did, he did. So yeah, this was a um, you know it it was a little bit of a slow pace. It was a little bit like you knew what was coming, but um, you know nothing nothing super special. I I didn't think necessarily. Um, I don't know, uh, Casey. Would what would you rate this? We rate out of ten stars here on the uh, on Once Upon a Upside, and um, <clears throat> I don't know. You already said you didn't like it. What's that? <laughs> no. Um, I give it a two. Okay, <laughs> two. We've done that before on the podcast. Sorry, up, but okay, two. Tell us why. It, okay. At the risk of sounding really awful and really mean, it was just boring. The <laughs> script was dry. It was stilted. It was boring. Like there was nothing, like you said, there was nothing really like, there was no spark there. And I already didn't really care for his character. Cause like, like who does, who does that? And like, if you guys, if y'all don't know who I am, I am a very like, I, I organized obsessively like yeah. did you do that did you make sure that the got sent in like I annoyingly so I, I know it's a fault like it, because I I get really annoying but like the fact that he didn't even care enough to like yeah. it, it wasn't even a good excuse he's like oh I forgot like no you don't just forget so okay two two out of ten from Casey Cammy. what about you a three okay <laughs> a three that's fair yeah. that's fair I mean um something like I was talking about the the interactions seemed a little off uh for instance the movie night fabulous idea the the mo- the getting all of the firefighters together with their families uh, once a month doing an old movie and it was a Charlie Chaplin movie where he was playing a firefighter. Fabulous idea. Fabulous topic. Fabulous scene in potential. But then this little bell rings and it is so shocking that everybody just goes, ah! <laughs> it's a bell. 
<laughs> it's not that startling that popcorn should go everywhere. If it was a blaring horn or something, okay. But right. <laughs> it's just a little, a few things. And then, oh, one big thing that bothered me was the brother and the friend saying, your face is all red. No, it's not. <laughs> if you're gonna say the face is red then call cut put some more blush on her and then say action yes oh you should have directed this movie um, <laughs> well i i was a little more generous than you guys i didn't i mean 3.5 is what i gave um love second chance there were a few problems with the with the plot there were a few problems with the writing a few plot problems with the acting but i i did think it was a little slow but i also there were moments that i was entertained there were moments that i was like oh that's cute but those often were the times that i wanted them to lean into the scene a little bit more lean into that you know show us her hand gets burned it's like this montage and music's playing you can't hear anything her hand gets burned and he takes care of her i'm like i want to hear what they're saying i want to hear that, that was cute that, that was, was very cute. cute so um i give mine a three three point five so a little bit of a rough start in january here for up tv but let's let's keep going We'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode and that is the hallmarkies patreon do you love Hallmarkies podcast? Do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast? Do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks? Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider, and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. The second movie that we're going to review is... Fishing for Love with Andrea Brooks and Spencer Lord. Let me read the synopsis. When Kendall, a successful restaurant designer, comes home to Mystic Bay for the annual Big Catch Festival, she finds herself in uncharted waters with the town newcomer, Zach. Is Kendall baited for trouble in her hometown or will she catch true love? Fishing for Love, I have to tell you, one thing I loved about this movie was the color scheme. Yes. They had such a beautiful nautical color scheme with the oranges and the blues and the light blues and the navies and the yellows and the, I mean, it stood out to me with the costuming, with the set design. It was thematic and I thought it was great. The I loved, I loved when Kendall sat down and uh, changed her shoes. <laughs> I, I thought that that would set a real tone for the movie. She's, she's saying, okay, I'm out of the city. I'm home now. And she changes her shoes. I she thought that was. Because she really is a hometown girl at heart. She lives in the big city now, but she comes and she's a hometown girl. And she just oh. stuffs them in her purse. I thought that was a really good moment. Never to wear heels the rest of the movie, I don't think. I mean, she she was great. Which is a dream role for someone like me who cannot stand <laughs> in heels to save my <laughs> life. So. Okay, wait, though. We get a meet cute in the city, though. Even though this is a Mystic Bay kind of hometown movie, we get a meet cute. What did you think of that meet cute? The whole, he dangles his keys. I catch what I eat clever and you know <laughs> there's also almost being accosted by a board <laughs> she almost gets oh, yes <laughs> you know when 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 physical violence is involved it's usually a little catchy, <laughs> a little catchy. well they like they, a physical comedy there yeah i mean they I were interested they were they were cute mm -hmm. they were yeah cute. yeah yeah a really quick question Mm -hmm. Is this Andrea Brooks's first leading role in a rom-com? Because I was looking through her IMDb and I, 
I want to say it is, but I could have missed something. Oh, that is such I, a good question. It might, it I, might be because everything that's coming to my brain, she's a supporting role. Yeah, yeah. Because like I, I really, I liked her as the leading lady. I'm like, we need more Andrea Brooks. We, we always need more, need more Andrea. We need more Andrea. We love Andrea, yeah. but she did. I thought she did a fantastic role job in this role, especially as like the first leading project. Yeah. Yeah. And I also just have to say, when I saw the title Fishing for Love, all the puns started coming to mind. In mind, of course. Like, he's a good catch. It was a whaley good movie. <laughs> My gosh. Oh. oh. I thought oh, I was bad. <laughs> okay, though. Wait. See you later. Hey. <laughs> Did you do that on porpoise? That's. <laughs> Let's time out with this vision for love. They've asked for it though with this title. This was crazy. But um, what did you think? Best titled movie, (laughs) appropriately titled. There was fish. There, there was bait. There was it. It was involved. It made sense to me because some of these titles. I mean, and this is for any network. Sometimes the title you're like, wait, what? Sometimes the titles are stretching it. But this one, yeah, you got exactly what you were expecting. Absolutely. Um, which was fun. I thought that was fun. Okay, so we have Zach. Zach is the is the main character, Spencer Lord. I thought he was adorable. I loved him. Oh yeah. I thought he was so adorable. He was such a good dad. You know, he's a widower. He was trying to get involved in the community, but he was kind of being cold shouldered, like the tight knit community was not letting him in. So then when it, when Andrew's character Kendall comes home, she starts to kind of help him out and introduce him around and give him insights and stuff. But she has an ulterior motive here because she wants him to buy her dad's boat, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was actually the, the introducing him around town. That was one scene that bothered me when they go to the bait shop and they're talking to Benny, the owner of the bait shop. Benny says, there is simply no room for another permit. It's full. And then all of a sudden, with a couple of words from Kendall, there's magically another slot for, <laughs> for Zach to have. Like, wait a second. You know, I mean, I, that, that one scene, cause I loved all the goodwill stuff. I loved the breadboard. I loved that he was a woodworker mm-hmm. and giving her the anchor. That was adorable. I loved all of that, but that yeah. one goodwill scene, like, no, that does not fit. Yes. That, that didn't fit to me because you're all of a sudden going to do a 180 and change your mind just for a couple of just because uh Kendall was talking pretty like mm, right I, I don't think so <laughs> well she was uh you know she was that hometown girl and they do stuff for each other I guess I don't know it I was know, but I mean reinforced the tight-knit community yeah it just he definitely became a part of though which was yeah. really sweet even on his own you know he was kind of helping other people out and and um, he got the boost from Kendall and then he kept going on his own yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. and his daughter helped him out too I mean she was she was super sweet little girl and Ariel (laughs) of course of course Casey what did you think under the sea (laughs) for love you know it was it was a very cute it was very cute movie definitely um you know, after, after a rough start, I'm like, okay, we're, we're picking it back up. We're picking it back up. The one thing, <laughs> the interrupted kisses, how many interrupted kisses did we have in this movie? Five. Like a bajillion. <laughs> right. I will say there was one interrupted kiss that I appreciated because it, it kind of, they almost kind of like made fun of themselves in a way 
like the, in the writing where she basically says, oh, I was actually going to turn that off. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I can, I can appreciate that because yeah. you know, that is awkward if you're kissing and your phone's like, beep, 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 you know, you gotta like, you know, silence it. Yeah. But they didn't go back to it. Yeah. That, been silenced. Yes. Yes. That was the missed opportunity, but I, I could appreciate the conversation that happened instead of the awkward, like, oh, this never um, happened. <laughs> what were we doing? <laughs> right. so yes, we do. We have three interrupted kisses here. And um, it was, we were prepared for it because a friend of ours had texted us and said, mm -hmm. this guy can't, can't finish a kiss. Like this guy. Finish a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was prepared for it. And I was, so I was counting. I was like three. That's so unheard of because mm -hmm. they're very frustrating. But um, for us, Sunny and as sweet as her personality was, which can sometimes be annoying, but this, I feel like she pulled it off. She she just really was a, a very optimistic kind of mm -hmm. go-getter character. Yeah. Wouldn't yeah. you still though, if you were a business owner, owned your own business, wouldn't you still freak out if your phone fell in the water? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I would freak out even if I'm yeah. not a business owner because we have so many she so many gets, things in there mm -hmm. she sure just didn't care she was like oh it's fine they didn't even fish it out of the water oh that's right it's <laughs> okay it's a big out. deal oh we could just put it in a you know a bag of rice it'll, it'll <laughs> work in about 24 hours so funny to me so so no, funny. she had a new one sent down but to that point her assistant or friend or whoever it was like freaked out and like just went over there I'm like you've never and you've never not answered your phone but the thing is like I'm like Kendall send your people an email like drop the phone in the lake if you need right. something call my dad <laughs> like <laughs> you don't want people thinking well, you're dead <laughs> especially you're constantly in contact well honestly I thought um the pacing was was good the pacing was fine you know we, we're all leading up to this big catch and then there's these problems that happen with the festival you know the food is not delivered on time or something the the boats get rushed like crashed in a storm and um everyone kind of pulls together that's great that's fine i i just don't know though about um Oh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying, except that it was just fine. Like that part was fine. I just thought that they pulled it off well. The two of them and their relationship mm -hmm. carried this movie for me. Yeah. So the whole like community thing that they were trying to build. I had one major problem with the movie. Just one. And it was the conflict. The okay. conflict of her and her dad overhearing the thing about the parts and the boat yeah and then the next day she's just like I don't think we should talk and I'm like you need to talk like what do you what what I, I, oh, come on did that have to be the conflict couldn't it have been something different yeah maybe something a little meatier than you know selling the boat for parts like I understand that would be really jarring especially if it's something that's very meaningful to your family mm -hmm. and you feel like oh you know I I told this person like how much this thing meant to us and like you know I yeah. really didn't want them to so, but at the end of the day, it's their, you gave it to them at the risk of knowing that they could do whatever they want with the boat. And then like the, well, the not whole to miscommunication. The fact that there, there wasn't enough, there, there was not nearly enough info. I mean, for most one-sided conversations, there's enough to assume. There yeah. was not enough to assume that he was going off the deep end. And let's not forget that the boat had just been very badly damaged. Yeah. <laughs> like it maybe that work. was the best idea. Maybe that was what the only thing the boat could do now is be sold for parts. But even still, I think the overhearing something, um, overhearing something and assuming the, the worst about 
this person you're starting to like only works if you start off con- with a contentious relationship and they did not start off yeah. with a contentious relationship. They started off on actually really good footing and she got to know him and he was a great guy and he gave her no reason except that he was an outsider to, to not assume, trust him to assume that he was going to go back on his word and this thing. So that did that kind of fell flat that that um conflict fell a little flat. Yeah. Yeah. And I just was like, oh come on. <laughs> okay though, didn't they have pretty cute scenes together as far as like they're fishing on the boat with his daughter Ariel. I thought that was a really cute scene. Um she they had a couple like dates like where he bought her coffee and um they're walking around and they baked a little bit together or not baked they um cooked together this the chowder they had some cute chemistry they did they did and he did wipe a crumb off of her face so you know we all know how much we love that that's the hallmark love language of physical touch (laughs) wiping the the food off the face you are right you know, I really actually, I usually don't like the en- endings of movies where somebody gets proposed to because I'm like, <laughs> you've got, you guys have known each other for like three seconds here. But I feel like it worked in this movie because you can tell that there was a time jump without yeah, them yeah, saying that there was a time jump. Yeah. So, well, yeah, because if the restaurant, uh, mm-hmm. this new restaurant is, done finished designed you know fully staffed like all this yeah. stuff so you know that time went on yeah that's a good point Casey I actually liked the ending too a lot I thought that was it was really sweet mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well and that the ring was on the bottom of the anchor yeah because so for a split second for a split second I thought maybe he's not proposing but then yeah. there it was and yeah. you know for I because he handed her a box I'm like okay that could be a ring box but it looks too big mm-hmm. and then she pulls out what what was it a a, key, a keychain like keychain yeah like an key anchor keychain key an anchor keychain yeah so uh she pulls it out and I thought oh it's an anchor you know that and I'm like maybe he's not proposing and then whoop there it is so <laughs> they had the element of surprise on me right yeah. there yeah yeah, they made their was just for a split second. They made their relationship official. (laughs) They did. I don't even have any in my head. I'm like, I can't I can't even think (laughs) that fast. Oh, we need to wait till this tide blows over. (laughs) Okay. Casey, do you have a rating? I do. I do. I put this at 6.5 out of 10. Okay. Um, I really, I enjoyed the movie in like, you know, it was, uh, it was above average for me. Five would be average. So I, you know, pushed it over. I really, really love Andrea Brooks, mm-hmm. like their chemistry together. Like you said, the scenery was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it was like the, con- the conflict that was what kind of okay. brought it down, but, um, yeah, it was cute. I mean, I'd watch it again. I'd watch it with my girls when they're yeah. little, you know, older and appreciate the <laughs> rom-coms that's they're like eight nine ten cammy what about you i'm, I'm with casey probably uh, somewhere between six and 6.5 starfish <laughs> oh okay. Love. well i put mine i'm a little higher than you guys again but i put mine at a seven a solid seven this is a this is a cute movie with two great leads like you said, beautiful scenery, um, fun relationship development, and a really cute little girl. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I thought it had a really fun elements to create just a great w- viewing experience. And then there were just a few things that you're like, oh, wait, not that. Why did she? Okay. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so seven out of 10 for me for fishing for love. Fantastic. Okay. we'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast it's the hallmarkies merch store are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable hardy or hallmarky in your life what about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party now is the time to check out the hallmarkies merch store 
full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Walmart Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. <laughs> we are going Love on the Road. Love on the Road is our third movie that we need to um, review here with Aaron Cahill and Jesse Hutch. You guys already I loved it because of these two already and yeah this one this one was very promising with just Mm -hmm. with just the with just feature of it being Aaron and Jesse I said oh okay I think I'm gonna like this one yes Mm -hmm. absolutely all right let me um read the synopsis restaurant makeover show host Abby gets a new assignment to turn a small town diner into a place on the culinary map. As Abby and the diner owner, Tom, spend time together, she discovers a thing she might just call love. So that is the synopsis of Love on the Road. And honestly, I think they knocked it out of the park with this one. They did. They really did. This one was so good. It was so good. Casey, tell us what you thought of Love on the Road. This was so good. First of all, I'm a big Food Network fan. And so when I saw the premise of the whole like restaurant makeover thing, I'm like, oh, you're like a mini Robert Irving. Right. Irvine. (laughs) This was the apple of her eye. (laughs) But um, bump, bump. Like, don't start it again. (laughs) But I was it was fun I thought the whole the meat cute was really funny with the sheep yes <laughs> and stuck and here's like you're not from around here are you I'm like okay yeah we can we can dig a we can, we, we can dig a small town boy like yeah um and I just it was it was so sweet it was fun it was sweet it moved along there's great banter mm-hmm. I mean foods yeah. involved of course so I mean like always plus I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah. You know, he was, he's a widower and he has a teenage daughter. He has this aunt, you know, this family business that he owns this diner. Um, I kind of appreciated that they, I couldn't even tell you how long he's been a widower, but you could tell that it was a while. It Mm -hmm. had been a while and they had gotten into a rhythm into their small town. This, he was raising this beautiful daughter. You know, they Mm -hmm. had such great conversations together, really like age appropriate talks about grief and love. And Mm -hmm. um, so that was a charming relationship to me was the dad and daughter. Aunt Clara was just a hoot. I mean, Clara was the girl, but the aunt was a hoot. Like she just was funny and she's wacky. So funny. And- <laughs> Aunt Marge, Aunt Marge and Clara. Marge and Clara. They have their girls' night to watch the restaurant makeover. <laughs> <laughs> right. It was cute. Okay, so we love Aaron. We love Jesse. Do you think they had chemistry together romantically? I do. I didn't think about that no I'm just kidding no they totally did they totally did um they you can tell they're pros you can tell they're pros totally tell they're pros and like their chemistry was really really great like they just really bounced off of each other Mm -hmm. and like I think the two of them really lit up the scene Mm -hmm. like when they were together it was it was sweet it was so sweet Cammy what do you think I, I get a kick of I get a kick of actors pretending to want to be actors. Yeah. yeah. Or say, oh yeah, he was, he was, he wanted to be an actor one. That just makes me laugh. <laughs> and so putting that whole premise up there and then you know saying, okay, get Tom into hair and makeup. Makeup? What? <laughs> it was it's funny to me that to think that something that is so natural to him in real life he he's it's so foreign to him like makeup what and the chemistry thing it was even there on the phone scenes 
when mm-hmm. when she is in when Abby is in the bar with Kenna <laughs> and like just so you know Abby Billings sounds really good and then the phone rings Abby Billings Brooks Abby Brooks <laughs> <laughs> that is a moment where a stuttering worked you know mm-hmm. that's that's where the where the flustered words yes. worked she completely passed that off and her friends messing with her and poking at her the whole time and she's just stop it it's so funny it and was that's, so funny and that's where and that's where it really plays off well to me mm-hmm. is when you can have chemistry when you're on camera together and when you're on and when you're off camera together mm-hmm. yeah that that has some really really good chemistry right there and I agree. I, I loved that scene. That scene was, was crack up. I was so embarrassed for her, but in like <laughs> an endearing way. She accidentally says his last name when she answers her phone with her. Oh my gosh. And he like chuckled, but he kind of thought it was Abby Billings, Abby Brooks. I'm like, oh. <laughs> At least she's like, this is Billings. <laughs> so cute. Okay. So there when he like wants to cook for her and he's kind of creating this revolutionary you know like chicken parmesan i was like okay she's a different dish but that's okay that's um (laughs) so this revolutionary chicken parm that he needs to have on the menu but it's too out there and too crazy for the small town um they had some such sweet chemistry there too at the table they're talking and like leaning in for a kiss I didn't think it was too soon I didn't think it was awkward Mm -hmm. I was like that it made that made sense to me like sure and the interruption was real I get so tired of it being a distant dog barking or (laughs) a phone ringing like nobody's seeing you anyway but they actually come in. Yeah. The two of them actually come in. It's a good reason mm-hmm. because the storm is starting to really blow in. Yeah, and so yeah. they want to be, they want to be there so that Claire is safe. And they're leaning in right there and they're still leaned in. And they and they and he says, Tom, I didn't know they were gonna be home so soon. <laughs> and, then, and then they both back up. That is, that is a good interrupted kiss. And I don't mm-hmm. like interrupted kisses. That was so. a good, yeah, I you agree. You the tension, you know, you feel the tension close. They're leaning in and you want them to finish it and stuff. But they're not ignoring it when it does get it, when mm-hmm. it does get interrupted. And she doesn't yeah. say, I should go like right afterwards. Like she hangs out, like she stays there. They finish <laughs> their night. You know what thing I loved um, his daughter, when his daughter said, it was such a teenage thing to me. She was like, do you love her? You know, like that was, yes. that was there was no in-between friendship yeah. and love, you know, and yeah. was, it's a little complicated or something. I feel like there's a few more steps in between or something like mm-hmm. that. Like, that was such a good conversation. To well, me. and he also says, I know you miss your mom oh. and you yeah. really want somebody like that in your life, but it takes yeah. a little bit more than that. And yeah. it, he was talking about it on all levels. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was really good. It, yeah. Yeah. It was very natural. Like everything just kind of, it was like, it was, and it was very believable. All of the inner conflicts that he had, um, even with just like changing up the restaurant, like, you know, the saying, if it ain't broke, why fix it? You know? So for him, you know, there that's, that is where opposites attract. (laughs) That's where it works. When you have like this situation where one is very like anti-change and the other one's like coming to change everything. And then you have to really work together to combine the worlds because I think Abby did a very good job of with like still keeping the heart of the place yeah. but sprucing it up and giving it new life yeah. without like totally changing totally all the things you know so and he I, said, I like he that. said on our interview that the pictures that they use you know the family pictures and, yeah. and community pictures mm-hmm. are like his family pictures like his kids and his grandma or something like he said like these oh. were like his 
family pictures were just so cute to me personally. Well, I saw the I saw the picture of him holding a baby, you know, and it was supposed to be Claire. I'm like, okay, that's precious that it's up in the diner. Yes, yes, and, so aww. cute. So okay, so speaking of Food Network, didn't you love the um the ending as far as like what they came up with to do? Because the, mm-hmm. the network is like we like the two of you together. We want you to, you know, have a show and stuff. Yeah. I would watch that show. I would. <laughs> I totally would. Where they go and they like go to these restaurants, then come back to their home base and try to recreate and put a yeah. spin on somewhat restaurants, famous dish. I thought that was so cute. So yeah, that, that worked. Yeah. You know, of course there's the, passed off conflict where he hears a phone conversation with one question yeah <laughs> that could have been cleared up but <laughs> so that that does bother me that I mean with one question who were you talking no, about no. that could have honestly, what they were saying to what she was saying it like broke my heart because it was personal it sounded like she was being you know, like, uh, we just have this relationship for the camera. You well, know. and see, that's, that's the thing. It fits, even though, even though that could have been cleared up with a simple statement or a simple question, it fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything she said worked with what had been going on with them. Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, she's, she's a host. She's a TV host. Yeah. She's good at putting on a relationship mm-hmm. for the camera, you know, and flirting for the camera. That's what they yeah. call it. Yeah. And maybe she did think that he was arrogant. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. I, yeah. I also think too, it's even in real life, if you were to hear that conversation, there's that conflict within you because you don't want to be like, why are you talking about me? Like, you know, yeah. that's, that's awkward. <laughs> so I can it see is. him not wanting to address it. Yeah. Because you don't want to, you you feel hurt but then you also kind of feel like you know I don't I don't want to be presumptuous like they're talking exactly about me. you know what I'm saying well, and then he tried to address it mm-hmm. he tried to address it and then they got interrupted they got interrupted remember yep. he said I I overheard you talking on the I'm sorry to interrupt but yes. we have to go I'm like all right thank you he tried yes. it wasn't just a goodbye right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah like as much as I really hate the mis- like the miscommunication because you hear one thing out of context, I, I feel like this one worked really well and yes. it didn't drag on forever. Yeah. Like it was, you know, it was settled like within that uh, an appropriate time frame. Yes. 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 <laughs> yeah. I, this was, they just did a lot of things right with this mm-hmm. movie and the script and the acting and how they interpreted the script even. So yeah. um, this was a fun, fun movie. Um, Cammie, what would you rate this movie? Hmm. 8.75. 8.75. It's a good one. It was, it was a really, really good one. Mm-hmm. I didn't even mention the relationship between Abby and Kenna. I loved that. Mm-hmm. I, I loved their relationship. <laughs> so <laughs> it was, it was very comfortable, very perfect. I, and I just, I loved how she kept on telling her about what married life was like. Right. <laughs> that just, that just made me giggle. <laughs> Great characters. Um, Casey, what about you? I gave this a nine out of 10. Great. No, that's so high for January. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so good. It was so good. I, I just, I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah. I actually gave it a nine out of 10 as well, because it's, it had all the elements that, that I want in a good up TV movie. This one had it. Mm-hmm. And the, I mean, this, you can tell it was, it's almost like man, what if Hallmark got, th- got their hands on this one first? You know, we mm-hmm. have Aaron, we have Jesse, who are, who are two hall stars, but then Up just really, they just left out with getting this one, getting their name on it and stuff. This was such a good movie, I think. Um, for- this, was a, this was a score for Up. Oh, yeah. it was so, it was. Yeah. Two big names, a great movie, a great script. And um, it was, it had a lot of those fun elements too, like we said, and great supporting cast. So um I thought this was such a winner. Nine out of 10 stars. I'm hoping that like 
a lot of people liked it. I think that they did. Mm-hmm. It's a great movie for January. Yeah. So awesome. Okay. Last movie is um, just aired <laughs> this past weekend. No. Uh, <laughs> anyway, love and where to find it. Love and where to find it. Man, Elise Gaetan, maybe is her name. Do we know how to say this name? Maybe no. Gaetan. I was going to say maybe Gaetan. Gaetan and Clayton James, who is adorable. And I love that he's having leading man roles. I'm so oh. happy for him. <laughs> he is so sweet. He's so. Kevin from When Calls the Heart, and he kind of fell off the radar, and that made us sad. I know. And him in leading man roles is very, very satisfying. Yes. <laughs> and really quick segue, Cami, do you recognize Elise? Because yes, you I should recognize oh, Elise. <laughs> well, she was from Science Seal Delivered, an episode, a movie of Science Seal Delivered, right? I wondered how big her role was that you guys would, if you would recognize her or not. She was in, um, oh man, what's the title of the episode? It's the 9 11 episode. She's uh, Vanessa. The Edge of Forever. Yes, The Edge of Forever. She, I mean, she was part of the letter story. Okay. Yep. She was one of, she was one of the daughters. Yep. And I was looking at her face because that was, it was bugging me. Yes. Is that? Yes. (laughs) So here's the thing. The uh, sign sealed was 2014 or 2013 when it was filmed 2014 when it released. And so it's been a while and I'm looking at this girl and I'm like, why do you look familiar? But your name, I don't know your name. So I looked on, I'm like looking through and I'm like, that's the girl from Seinfeld. (laughs) And she's had a lot of roles for Hallmark, but she always has this long hair. It's all one color. The makeup scheme is very different. And so Mm -hmm. I was like, who are you? Yeah. (laughs) And she's obviously like more mature now, like, you know, so anyways. I thought that was fun when I put the connection together. I was like, oh, you're back. (laughs) Here she is. She's back and she is a lead now. Okay, let me read the um, synopsis here of this movie, Love and Where to Find It. Two local coffee shop business owners despise each other in real life, but fall in love while unknowingly sending messages um, to each other through a dating app on their friend's behalf. You have me with this whole idea of a script i will watch any movie where people are doing this this is mail this is the sh- a shop around the corner this is adorable this is um y- your sincerely wait sincerely yours truly which was a, an amazing up movie from 2021 last year i will watch any movie that has this yes now <laughs> i will say this is one movie that the title needs to be different, like Brewing in Love or something like that, because Love and Where to Find It, like, what? Right? <laughs> that, well, that tells me nothing. No, nothing. You, you, they should have at, or at least call it like um, Love and Kismet or something. Because, oh, sure. Because, you know, something. Like their coffee shop. Yeah. All like coincidental, you know. So, here's the thing I was watching this with and my son was watching it with me he is 11 he was so dear he thought it was hilarious at when they are like trying to convince their friends to be a little bit more flowery a little bit more poetic in their responses and the dude friend said oh I would have just written hey you know like she said and then she the the girl also then says I like it when they just say hey you know (laughs) like just opening the conversation he was like hooked from that scene on he was like this movie's awesome that was a really (laughs) really great shot that was a really great shot having the two guys walking and and talking and then they go out of they go out of the shot and you pull in you pull into the girls yeah, they yes. did that a couple times with the running, yeah. like the girls are walking, then the guys are running and yeah. stuff. Yeah, those were really good shots. Yeah, which which makes me think love and where to find it. I mean, they're looking out there and it's really right in front of their face. I don't know. Still doesn't still doesn't work. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it worked. I'm 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 partially sold. 
(laughs) (laughs) So Casey being a fan of You've Got Mail, Mm-hmm. how did it did it endear you to this movie that it was so similar in sometimes in exact words and sometimes with the exact scenes I mean did that endear you to it or did that bother you you know it really didn't bother me because you got mail was from the 90s and this is 2021 and so you have you know the <laughs> I even hate to say the modern element of you've got mail because I'm not that old guys, but you know, a lot of, uh, <laughs> I'm that old <laughs> and I'm that old. And I totally would be like, hmm? because they, they would say things like it's not personal, it's business. And that was a huge mm-hmm. kind of interplay. And in yeah. the yeah. dancing, the, the looking around the empty shot. I was like, that is that is a huge iconic mm-hmm. scene in You've Got Mail. Well, and uh, having having him having Jonah go look. Will you go look? I'm like, are you kidding me? You're you're copying this movie under the guise of Cyrano de Bergiac scene for scene. This is You've Got Mail with coffee. <laughs> it was it was parts of it were scene by scene. Mm-hmm. It was You've Got Mail, but. I'll let you finish here in a second, Casey, but it it endeared me to this movie because honestly, the whole premise of You've Got Mail, they copied Shop Around the Corner with Judy Garland Mm -hmm. years ago, like in the 40s or 50s. And they copied another one, even from the 30s. I mean, this is a movie that is recycled. Yeah, a lot. For that reason. Yeah. But I think also too, with the fact that like how they were communicating, I didn't really see that coming because I didn't really read the synopsis. I like, I just kind of click and go, you know, I'm just like, okay, let's, let's, let's go. Um, but I, I liked that element of it because I was thinking like, how are you, wait, you've already met, but then, but then this is also 2021 and your face is on a dating app, unless you steal somebody else's face, like what is happening here? So I liked, I liked the fact that that was the thing that was new Yes. And different. They were communicating through their friends. Although I will say, if my friend had said, why don't you communicate on my behalf? I would have put myself in my friend's shoes and a little more. Yeah. You know, and she's all like, you know, had a bad day, business. I'm like, well, I mean, yeah, she's part of the business, but like, that, that can get kind of shady. Like, what if he asks, and I'm an overthinker. So like, what if he starts asking her actual questions and they meet? And then you're like, wait, I don't really say that. And that actually did happen with the whole vegetarian thing. Yes. I'm like, if if I were on a date and somebody asked me a really weird question, like, I'd be like, wait, what? Wait, <laughs> I'd be suspicious. Well, I kind of liked that, actually. I kind of liked the that she lost herself in the conversation with it that because she liked who was who he was mm-hmm. that so she forgot that she was talking for her friend and she'd be like oh i told him i was baking i totally i'm so sorry i forgot for a moment that i was supposed to be you you know so like they acknowledged that too which i thought yeah. was kind of kind of nice but um what i also thought was nice that they acknowledged what the two friends said I see you really connecting with this person. Are you sure? Are you sure you don't want to? Yeah. Like, are you sure you don't want to go out with them? Are you sure I'm still okay to do that? And um, I was like, okay, that, that was kind of cool. I liked that they yeah. did that in the story. Yeah. yeah. And it makes sense because it was a little weird because I'm like, oh, you know, if I were that character, I'd be like, oh, this connections and this can be tricky with your best <laughs> <Yeah>. friend. <laughs> but um, yeah, the fact that they actually address it was really, really nice to see. That was good. That was really good. Yeah. Okay. So anything else like work for you in this movie? Did you think they had chemistry? Did you like how they... Um... They definitely had more chemistry online than they did face-to-face because obviously that was supposed to be the mm-hmm. thing. But he gets he gets her over that. He helps her out with the store. He really mm-hmm. starts to warm her up to the idea of liking him because he likes her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I like their chemistry. I really enjoyed the two of them together. I really enjoyed the storyline. Um, I like the fact that they were like the 
enemies to friends trope idea. Um, And then I also, (laughs) also really appreciated the whole blind date at the end. Yes. Where the friend is saying to her, like, you know, okay, we're going to set you up. And then she's all disappointed. Like, she's like, you know, pretty much okay with it. But then she kind of starts those feelings with Clayton's character. And you're like, it's going to be okay. We know something you don't. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was really cute too at the end where the friends realized they didn't they admitted to each other we weren't it wasn't me it was my, I had my friend do it and he laughed he's like I had my friend do it and then they want to set them up that, I thought that was great yeah a little blinded at the end that worked. it really it really helped that it really helped that they had had those interactions in person because yeah. they because re- they realized how right they are for each other mm-hmm. and they realized that there was something fishy about the interactions online so, yeah. so it really, yeah. and I, I really liked that they were able to discover that because that, that would have been a really hard miss if they hadn't figured something was fishy. Yeah. Very hard. And just to the point, cause that's the beauty of this story that we said is, you know, repeats itself. But the beauty of that is that they come to the place where they are like, why aren't we dating? Like, I want to date you. I don't want to yeah. go on this other date. So and she says, I actually have a date. And he's like, oh and she's like yeah you know and they're kind Mm -hmm. of they're disappointed so they they brought them to that point really well really really believable Mm -hmm. sweet kiss sweet sweet kiss at the end he was very romantic and um love and where to find it i gave it eight stars guys i thought it was a solid again with this two good ones in a row i thought but love and where to find it like i said i'm a sucker for this story anyway and this was a really fun offering Mm-hmm. what about you Casey um yes I also gave it an eight out of ten for love and where to find it aka love is brewing because I'm renaming it <laughs> she has taken that prerogative on her <laughs> <laughs> love is brewing I like it Cammy. what about you um I I gave it a 7.5 just because I also adore the trope, but the fact that it almost copied word for word, you've got mail, that did kind of bother me. I don't mind the trope being repeated. I'm used to repeated storylines. That happens all the time on these networks. That doesn't bother me. The fact that it was basically a copy of the movie and but it was trying not to be I was like "Eh." that that part that part did bother me a little bit however the scenes that they added in uh for instance when they're both spying on on the Mm -hmm. first date Mm -hmm. and they're finding out about each other yeah and learning more about each other that scene was priceless (laughs) That scene was priceless. I thought it was adorable. The toy store scene. Yes. When, mm-hmm. when she is disgruntled, but she still tells him what would be good for his nephew's birthday present. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it really, and that he tried to pay for the games. Yes. It really shows that they had, they had an almost begrudging respect for each other at first and then that yeah. grows into something more so Candy, yeah how about the horror horror movie um the the they go and they join these fr- their friends who love horror <laughs> movies and both of them are like they don't love them but they're there for their friends and then he says well i like comedies and and musicals and she's like i like musicals you know <laughs> she's so mad girl after I did think of you when I saw that scene. I was like, oh, look. <laughs> Man after my own heart. I'm Okay, Hallmarkies, I'm coming off of watching West Side Story pretty recently. So She watched it like 17 times in theaters, but you know, it's fine. <laughs> Three. <laughs> but it's still very fresh in my head. <laughs> well, so I, I just thought that was so big cute. point. <laughs> what? So cute. That was such a cute scene. He admits to like in musicals. She's like, hates to I, another thing in common 
Yeah. <laughs> I will say there was a point where I was like, come on, just accept the fact that you guys are meant for each other. <laughs> it's okay. Will you get over yourselves? <laughs> it's gonna be okay. And Sorry. and honestly, that she was comparing a big, whoops, a big coffee company to her small local business saying that they're the competition. I could understand after a while him being like, we're not your competition. Like, mm-hmm. yes, like he wasn't admitting that he was gonna put her out of business because he basically was a Starbucks and a local coffee shop, which one's gonna, you know, well, here's mm-hmm. with six, but um, she was like, we're, we're competition. Like she saw them as equals. I thought that was kind of funny, but she had a good mm-hmm. plan, a good baking plan. Anyway, I loved it. Eight out of 10. You guys give it seven, 7.5 out of 10. Oh, I gave it an eight out of 10. Yeah. Oh, and eight out of 10. Eight. Sorry about that. I wrote that down. Um, so it was such, it was so good. It was so cute. And this was a good January. I mean, Except for this slow start. I don't know what other people think about Love Second Chance, but we want to hear from you guys. We want to know what you think of these January Up TV movies. Um, so leave a comment in on the YouTube channel here if you're watching there and subscribe so you don't miss any more Once Upon an Uptime <laughs> reviews from us and the Hallmarkies podcast. Follow Casey. Where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Casey underscore underscore Simpson. Wonderful. Cammy, what about you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Cammy Drama Girl and also on Hardy's Hotline. Ooh, and Hardy's are going to start rolling in here because it's about a month away, maybe from beginning the- of March. Beginning of March. That's going to be fun. Oh we'll come over to Instagram. <laughs> come over and find me on um, Instagram at Hallmark Comics. And I'd love to interact with you there. Otherwise, follow Hallmarkies Podcast all over social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, follow our, um, or find our web website. All of the information is, um, is online here for you. So we will see you next month reviewing February up TV movies. It'll be so much fun. Um, they have a great February, um, tagline. What is it? Flirty February. Yeah. You love it. We do. All right, we'll see you next month for Flirty February. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.